For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Thriller the Chase. Most certainly are wherever you might be right around the country. Hello, do you? I'm not going to waste any time getting James Vandermart in because we've got a race in one minute. Hello, buddy. Hello, mate. How are we? I'm doing well, mate. Doing well. How's your day been? Yeah, look, really good uh, up at Hillsville. The weather just was able to hold off yeah. until we began meeting up there. So pretty good, uh, good day up the straight. All right. Well, we'll get to all of that and plenty more shortly. But let's have a look at race seven at Horsham, which is 40 seconds away. Mate, what do you like? Is there one here? Yeah, I'm going to go with number two here, Kraken Tex on top. I just think he's dropping a bit in class. He's he's probably a more proven greyhound in comparison to a few of these. He's won 17 out of 100, seen the track 59 times. So he knows every grain of sand up there at Horsham. I think that could be the difference. Hajilla Bale's been in really good form, but I don't know. I'm pretty keen on number two to run a good race here, Kraken Tex. And he's, he's drifting, so we hopefully can defy that betting drift uh, in this upcoming race at Horsham, race number seven. Hey, the Watchy agrees with you as well. So when the Watchy and James Vandermart are pushing it, it's a winner. Let's get there. Crunched in late to 270. Runs the favourite. Now 260. 310 Arson Attack. 390 Kraken Tex. 850 Black Kruger. 21 Invictus Caleb. And 23 Cracker Jack Lock. Moving in. Runners getting set now. This is the seventh race of the day. Odds being locked away, third leg of the quaddy, and uh, they are just about all secured now with the favourite Hajilla Bale into $2.60. They're all in. Track cleared, green lights on, they're set to go. Ready now. Racing. And Hajilla Bale only fair to go today, winning at Kraken Tex over Hajilla Bale recovering up on the rail. Very wide out Aston attack, followed by Black Kruger, Cracker Jack Lock, and Invictus Caleb, the tail ender. Cracker Jack Tech, uh, Kraken Tex, a leader on the turn to Aston attack. Now Hajilla Bale trying to get a run between them as they turn. Kraken Tex in front, Aston attack down the centre. It's Kraken Tex and Aston attack. Might be Kraken Tex narrowly to oh, Aston attack. Am I playing music, Jimmy? Fourth Cracker Jack Lock, and I'm on about a four second delay, mate. So they're about to hit the line now. Let me have a look here. Oh, it's close. They drive. Yeah, play the music. Play, play the music. Up. We've won that, I think. That's why you're we've the best in the business. We've done it. I tell you, mate... It, I was on delay and it was even feeling like a longer delay than that uh, photo finish. No number in the frame for a while, but we've got it. Kraken Tex gets the job done. Top tote, 450. What a beautiful way to start the hour. Oh, that is the best way to go about it. And, of course, Jimmy Vandermark goes bang. It normally means we're playing music in the first minute or two. Things are about to get crazy, and I love it in the best possible way. Yeah, mate, it's... Huge. It's a huge start. Uh, exactly what we wanted. Surprised a little bit about the price. I thought the runners-up ran a, a really good race there, uh, closing off and, and almost grabbed us, to be fair. But uh, we, we got the job done, so that's all that matters. And he, he just knew every step mm -hmm. of that Horsham venue, that Greyhound. To have 60-odd starts now there, that, that's a, an amazing achievement. And he gets the job done, and that's all we worry about right now as well. Ah, lovely. Anyway, firstly, welcome, mate. How you doing? 
Oh, going very well. As I said, the uh, the rain sort of set in up here in the Yarra Valley at the moment, but uh, today up at Hillsford, it, it was a really nice day, and it was actually strange because it was a little bit gusty throughout the day. It sort of died down toward the end of the meeting, and then uh, at, at right at the end uh, of the meeting, we, we were able to get the last out of the way, and then the, the heavens opened up, and it started uh, absolutely teeming down pretty much. So it's sort of off and on the rain at the moment, but uh, it's that time of year. We've had some very good weather this week, so we shouldn't complain, but... Melbourne Town, what's what's going on in this crazy city that we live in once again? Yeah, there's a there's a slight little bit of a concern right now. Of course, there is, I think, nine uh, current cases. We are unsure as to what it actually means. I am not uh, one to um, get too deep into it because, unfortunately, Jimmy, uh, for yeah. people, you know, myself and probably like you, but for a lot of people around the country, it's not easy to always take uh, this type of... Um, sort of advice or to be able to just roll with it, which I do. I'm like, There's nothing I can do about it. You mm. can't control anything that's happening. It's a it's a shocking time. It's a one in a hundred year situation of which we're currently living through. So uh, I am hoping that there's no snap lockdown or we get uh, uh, locked away for a couple of days. And that makes it sound like we're all criminals, but uh, to restrict the movements yeah. of people. And I hope it does happen, but there's nothing we can do about it. We, you and I will just continue to talk sport, watch sport and do our jobs and we'll see what the governmental procedure comes up with. But nine cases uh, now official in Melbourne. And and look, the one the one positive is, I think, even if we do happen to go into a bit of a, a snap lockdown at the moment is, I think when it all happened the first time around, you know, this time last year or a little bit earlier, um, there, there was really no sport on worldwide. Mm. So at least now we, we've got something, if, if that is to happen and we are to go down that path, well, we you know, we, we can see international sports still playing. But let's hope that isn't the case. And the, the, the racing industry, as as we've said, mate, for the last 12 months on this yep. program, it's it's been incredible the way it's gone about it throughout the, the whole of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I've got no doubt they'll be able to continue to race and, and race safely, which is, is a real plus for the racing fans out there who are tuning in and and we'll just take it day by day i know grv sent out emails and and notes saying that as of six o'clock tonight that uh, the new victorian government uh, rules come into to to fruition straight away so the, uh, the the clubs have to be aware of that the participants have to be aware of that but look it's not like it's the first time it's happened they no. they know what to do they know how to be nimble and they know how to act quickly so i'm sure the racing game will stay safe and and that's the number one priority at the moment i and think for everybody to stay safe and a huge a huge part of what happened in 2020 uh, the code's doing such an incredible job and SEN track uh, it's, it's 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 helping each other and all of us through it in different ways either keeping company or keeping the chat or keeping the banter up and that's what we'll continue to do here at SEN track whatever is thrown at us in the uh, the not too distant future Mm. And and back winners, mate. That's, well, that's, uh, that's going to keep what, the punters happy. Life, life is think... a lot easier when you're rolling <laughs> in and going bang off the top, Jimmy. Oh, that's it, mate. And for those who might not be, you know, maybe working as much or things like that, you can have a little dabble on one at Horsham and always gamble responsibly. But if you can get a four or five dollar uh, runner home to kickstart the hour, it does make things a little bit uh, easier, that's for sure. But what about yourself, mate? Has it been a, a busy weekend? Uh, you're into the footy over the weekend. Anything surprise you, you there? No, not really. Friday night was a uh, was a an interesting game. Richmond obviously just fell away, and Brisbane were able to stand up and deliver a lot of NBL and, and SEN track over the weekend. As we get towards the end of the NBL season, playoffs only a couple of weeks away. Must be said right now, uh, Jimmy, in the studio while I uh, talk to you and and you give me winners. I look up on one of the studio TVs, and there is my award-winning show on ESPN NBL overtime on. So. Uh, I'm glad that Donners has been able to uh, find the remote. And uh, as I've always said to Donners, our producer <laughs> at the back who carries us, 
I say the, uh, the days I'm in the best mood is when I'm on radio talking and I look up and there I am talking. So I'm extremely happy right now, but uh, <laughs> a very busy time. <laughs> AFL and NBL combining into each other. And yet again, I know it's a one yeah. in 100 years, so I'm not going to complain, but life will be a little bit easier when um, that isn't the case going forward. Yeah, exactly right, mate. But as long as we're uh, we're enjoying ourselves yep. and, as you say, enjoying sport and enjoying racing, mm -hmm. that's the main thing. Next up, we've got uh, Geelong. It's race number eight there. It's only about four minutes away. Be before you Do go you any further... want to have a quick review of... Yes. Yeah. How's the day been? I was about to ask you that. How's the day been in Geelong? What, have you found anything you like? Yeah. Oh, look, Geelong's been steady. Um, the weather is probably going to play a little bit of a part throughout the day. I'm just going through some of the results now down at Geelong. I was actually... Uh, on the journey home from, from Hillsville when a lot of these races have been won. But just going quickly through the results, Tinker Warrior won race number one at uh, around about $5.70, went 26.32. So as I was saying, the times I, I did notice haven't been overly quick. Uh, race two was a Grenfell Quinella. They went 1-2 with five putt Cal and Vianna Bale. Ladder of the two winning that race in 23.06. Race number three, Ticket of Burn went 23 flat. Race number four, uh, Waldemar Bale. That, that's been the run of the day, I think, thus far. 22.52. Honey Edition won race five in a in a head bobbing photo in twenty two ninety five. Race six was Duck Duck Dash winning twenty six nineteen. Race seven Charlie Checker for Kurt Berger Trudget. He had a winner at uh, Hillsville today, so a, a cross track double for uh, the man with the great name Kurt Berger Trudget. That's actually his name. That uh, is race remarkable. Seven, he won at Geelong with. Yeah, Charlie Checker. I, I just love getting around that name, Kurt Berger Trudget. So he had a nice little double between two tracks. So solid day of racing. I think Walder Marbale, the, the standout runner so far at Geelong, but I do think the weather's sort of starting to set in across the state. It's going to make it hard for them to, to run slashing times. And Geelong at the best of times can be windy, let alone when you're, you're sort of facing a storm front. So it might have been pretty ordinary weather down there for the last hour or two. Get involved and in time you like, 0499 736 736. The 8th of Geelong is two minutes away, as Jimmy mentioned. Talk to me, mate. What do you like? Yeah, race eight, uh, Perfect Rockies, the veteran drawn box number two. He, he ran a good race behind a very good veteran in Slingshot Hammer last time. So, in a way, he's rising in class out of veteran company, but he's, he's also coming back in a 250-plus ranking race, um, and he hasn't come up against Slingshot Hammer here. So, I think in that aspect, he's drawn really well. Uh, I think Uncle Drew's run at Hillsville was, was so impressive last start. He went 19.51. He's drawn box number five here. Kiss Me Kate's a really hard runner to catch. Form can be very up and down. And the other runner that caught my eye was number eight, Speedy Spyro. At his best, he'd be, he'd be riding to this. Look, the, the way I've settled on the race, I, I'm going to go with the five on top. He got out to about 7 or $8 this afternoon, Uncle Drew. I just think that Hillsville form is good enough to win this. Um, he went 1950 up the straight. When we spoke of Speedy Spyro, he's been sort of going 1980, 1990 up the straight. So although I think Perfect Rocky's a big threat based on that last start run, I think the money's right and the money's coming for number five, Uncle Drew. I think he looks a good each way chance from box five. All right, the five. We'll be playing music. I have a feeling we're going to be playing music again very shortly. Oh, I, I like it when you, you feel that way, Cam, because I hope we have a very, very big hour. Well, we, we've had a big day. Both myself and Tags got the votes. I took the three votes. Tags took the two. So that gives a bit of an indication of how we've gone over the course of the afternoon. It's very rare does both in-studio uh, hosts get votes. Traditionally, one person has a really nice day and the other feeds a little bit off it and, and not, not jumps on the coattails, but it is very rare. So it gives you a bit of an idea as to how... 
the SCN track family have filled their pockets. And as we head towards the yeah. next of Geelong, I think it's going to continue right here. And do you lads, when you, you go through the day, do you, do you sometimes have the same runner in the same race or do you always try and separate two separate runners? No, we uh, no, just the way it falls. We, uh, we all do our form separately and if they are the same runners in the same race. Yesterday, Sam Hyland and I had our best of the days at one of the yep. track or our, our respective because I have uh, best of the days at each track in the same race. And, and actually, funnily enough, neither oh, yeah. are any good. Um, but no, we, uh, you know, just like anyone else, we take each other on and, and it is always a, a real strive for confidence and just gives a little bit of pat on the back to each other when we roll in and we both have the same horse as one of our best of the days. So uh, we'll just keep <laughs> chipping away and see where we go and no doubt music going to be played in Does it about 20 seconds time. Oh, I might have just lost Jimmy while I uh, get him back. Let's get there now for the eighth. And they are at the starting point. And about to, uh, about to get set for race number eight. A little bit of rain earlier on this afternoon. They are saying a little bit more dew here at Geelong. So uh, currently 360 perfect Rocky number two on the tote fixed. Five Uncle Drew at 380. Six Max Ever at 380. It's the shortest way in the quaddy. Max Ever at 339 on Supertap. Starting signal now, about to get set. Race eight about to move in. Cracker Jack Nev on the inside in one jagged and three Uncle Drew in five. Kiss Me Kate seven set to go. Green light. Speedy Sphero on the outside set to go. They're ready. Racing, perfect Rocky on the inside, a fair getaway, way fast there, Kiss Me Kate out wide, up to second there, every Max Effer, two lengths away, then came perfect Rocky, racing third, going up on the inside, they were followed further back, then by Uncle Drew, and then came Jagged, well back on the outside of his feet, his followed then by Cracker Jack Never, and Chase the Magic, coming up to the turn now, and the leader was Kiss Me Kate, coming out after it, strongly there, Max Effer on the outside, took the lead, perfect Rocky running on, but it's Max Effer from perfect Rocky in third, Cracker Jack Nev. then Uncle Drew, followed behind them by Jagged, chase the magic and back to the tail of the field here as they went across the line would have been Speedy Sparrow and the trailer over the line was Kiss Me Kate which pulled up quickly into the pen. 6-2-1 and one, the numbers in the 8th at a very soggy Geelong. Yeah look and, and Max Effer was pretty well spec laid on, got the job done uh, Uncle Drew, I honestly didn't see it for 300 metres in the race, it was just in a, a real traffic jam, yep. never got a chance to uh, to really get going 26-11 is a good run from that winner Max Effer because yeah the track Definitely on the slow side. You can see how wet it is. So nice little win. Uh, won at Shep last start at 16 to 1. So it's gone back to back there, Max Effer. Hopefully, mate, I am having a bit of uh, tech issues with the uh, the connection strength up here in the Yarra Valley. We're, we're pretty ordinary weather-wise at the moment. So hopefully the uh, the towers stay upright and we can keep on going. Just from a situation with Geelong and how soggy it is, as you just touched on, and, and getting a little bit wet, does that change your betting plans, or at least your idea of what you think might... Yep. Run nice race tonight, Geelong. Is there any that you're almost not counting out totally, but have lost a little bit of confidence in? No, look, I don't think you count out anything as such. Like, I'm not, I'm not a huge believer in it can make a, a massive difference because the tracks are so well-drained and they're so well-prepared. But, look, I, I, if anything, just tread a little bit carefully because well, a little bit more careful because I think sometimes it can be as simple as a, a greyhound has never been behind the lure or raced under, under rainy conditions. Therefore... You know, a little bit like your pet dog in the backyard. Sometimes they, they really hate the rain. Other dogs will run around in the backyard like a fool because it's raining and they enjoy it. So there, there definitely is something that you, you probably have to tread a little bit more careful with when it does come to rain. But when you get to the open class, greyhounds, they've normally raced under all different conditions and they handle it OK. So I think track-wise it's OK. It's more or less just the dogs getting around and, and not slipping and sliding too much as well.
736736. Couple of people. Couple of people were uh, were with you there at, at Geelong and have just been left a little I think my, my, our man Maddie actually after off the text. Is that the guy you play tennis with or am I mistaken here? Yeah, I think it would be. Uh, mm-hmm. Matty O, his name yeah, is. It he's, is, it uh, is. He's, a, he's a keen, yeah, keen racing Wait. man. But uh, I did fill in. They, they gave me the, the sarsaparilla for the uh, the grand finals. So here? they said no, did no. They win to, it? Oh, look, we're not too sure. Uh, I don't think they did, to be honest. Uh. I haven't heard. Uh, I, was, I was unable to play next, uh, last week when uh, they needed a fill in. Um, oh, look, it was, it was a little bit tricky getting down there for me, but I. I um, yeah, I thought, well, lads, you're not going to put me in the grand final. I'm not going to play round two for you next year, am I? So, <laughs> no, look, they're they're a good bunch of guys, and I, I need to. Matty O will be able to text you now and tell you yep. if they won the grand final or not. But I think they were roughies coming in because the opposition could really play. Uh, I I tell you what, I'm almost certain they got beat, or we would have heard. I reckon if, if yeah, they, that's if they right. Had and look, done, they would have said, hey mate, um, hey James, we got the job done. Not. They've just gone real yeah. quiet, which they seem to have done. Yeah, that's it. They've gone, tried to go under the radar. Uh, the only thing I, I thought is maybe it got washed out, but then I thought, no, nah, the, the weather was okay and mm. the weather was definitely fine the following Tuesday. So look, that's what happens when you, you take out your number one, you know, yeah. key player no, going into a grand final. What, what more can you expect, Cam? <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that they had the, uh, the audacity and the guts to do it. Like, you, you talk about it. They talk about, you know, standing up and saying, oh, look, We've got to make the right decision, but geez, I tell you what, it's like it's like dropping Roger Federer before the Olympics when you're trying to win the gold yeah. medal in Switzerland. Well, I can understand from their perspective too. I, I reckon, <laughs> honestly, I only filled in three games, yep. but hey, look, let's be honest, mate. You put your best team on the on the dance floor yep. in the grand final, and they get the job done. You're not you're not going to leave out. Oh, who you're not going to leave out? Let's let, let's say a Marcus Bontempelli in a grand final if he's available. Uh, that's very very true. Hey, <laughs> it's uh, a worry. I'm comparing myself to him, eh? <laughs> well, I, I see Bond just signed a four-year deal today, so maybe that's which way you have to go as well. Did he? Yeah, he did. I, uh, yeah, well, four-year deal, <laughs> filling in three <laughs> days a week. Well, three days a year, I should say. Hey, Horsham, <laughs> race eight. Uh, about two minutes away. We haven't touched on Horsham today. Did we mention Horsham before? No, we didn't, did we? No, we didn't. No, and, quick, and uh, quick review of yeah. Horsham. And then, oh, look, especially up at Hillsville, there were a few that stuck out, so we'll have a chat about that. Just quickly, next race, so you can get on nice and early. I'm pretty keen on number eight. I think he's got uh, a very good form line for this Aston Profit. Uh, just up at Horsham, race one went to It's a Brew, was steady in the market, lightly raced type, who won nicely from box eight, beating Nevaeh Bale, who showed good early speed. Race two was won by Villanova. Thought this was a good training effort because they've had a lot of issues getting this dog right. Uh, was able to get the job done. Andrea Gurry then won race number three as well, so she had a race to race double, went 23-60 with Mariah Bale, got the edge one race number four, Classy Sammy, who's living up to his name. He's a, he's a really talented youngster, won the mix 6-7 final. That had $5,500 almost prize money, race number five. So very nice pick-up. And Javier Bale won race number six. And uh, Kraken Tex, as we were all cheering for, got the head down to win race number seven, the free-for-all. So not a bad way to start. And hopefully we can get the job done here with Aston Profit from box number eight. All right. We're about 90 seconds away. Uh, as always, I like to ask how uh, are your... Greyhounds going. He had one run this week or any looking like they might get uh, on the track? No. It's been pretty quiet, to be honest. Okay. We, we might have a, a first starter up the straight next week if all goes well. Um, he's he's having his hopefully 
uh, first race start next week. So if you happen to see him, he might be worth a little play if he if he if he does go okay through the week. Um, but yeah, pretty quiet to be honest. Um, the dogs in New Zealand have been out injured. They shouldn't be too far off off racing. I'll have to have a check to our. Uh, Chief trainer over there, Callum Weir, who does a great job with those. But, uh, yeah, pretty pretty quiet little time at the moment. But uh, I'm hoping it's the calm before the storm. We're going to have a, a big finish to, to 20 and 21. And, look, honestly, mate, when you walk a greyhound out to the boxes, put them in the box and they win a race, mm. you, you, it's just such an amazing feeling. It's something I, I really, really enjoy doing. And, and, and to put all that effort and time into that dog and, and then be able to achieve something together, it's, it's a very special thing, winning a race anywhere. Jeez. It's exciting, isn't it? Looking forward to you telling us. Are you make sure you text through if you're if you're going to go if it's going to go around next Tuesday. And there's nothing worse than you and I catching up together Tuesday night and you dropping the old oh yeah run today and it won and I've missed a six bucks. So uh, there you go. There's <laughs> no, your morning. Look, I'll see where we draw. <laughs> if we draw well, and I think he's a chance, mate. I'll, I'll flip you a message. Uh, maybe even the Monday night if, if all is going well. But uh, we'll see how we how we trek. But yeah, this this race at Horsham. Interesting runner number two, Zipping Vernon. He's a, he's a really good Sydney sider. Better known over more distance, but he's first up for uh, for new connections. Lisa Dalbridge training for G Black, who buys a lot of greyhounds and, and spends up a, a lot of coins. So be interesting to see how he goes. I just think Aston Profit might have the speed to burn from the outside. Cross, lead and win. Green light through, ready to go to close the main quaddy. Set, Aston Profit and odds on favourite out of the eight box. It was only moderately away. Fab Motto quickly into stride, as was Clever Trevor, and the favourites burning across now to be up challenging as they go down the side and Aston Profit the favourite moves up on the outside of Clever Trevor to take the lead around the home turn and Aston Profit in front, Clever Trevor is rallying back on the inside and splitting them now is Zipping Vernon and it's coming out after them, Zipping Vernon in fact goes home too well for Aston Profit and Zipping Vernon beats Aston Profit, three runs third Clever Trevor so it's 2-8 and 3 winner home at 6.40 and 2 Well if you're the SEN track family right now there's only two dogs you mentioned there and they finished one, two, and there you go. It was an intriguing. It was mm. an intriguing greyhound change of camp, and uh, while it might need it longer or want it and like it longer, it didn't need it today. Yeah, look, and, and he was always going to be really strong the last hundred metres. Aston Prophet, I think, was something beat the pinky. He, he absolutely walked out when the lids opened. He come out two lengths behind the field almost, so did a really good job to whip around the field and lead. He he has to lead Aston Prophet. He's not a come from behind dog, so. I think if you backed him each way, I think he's a dollar sixty top tote for the place. You probably walk away uh, and just just accept that. To be honest, sipping Vernon once he was as close as he was, he was he was probably always going to win that race. So might be one to uh, to keep an eye on too because the Delbridge Kennel have been absolutely flying. And as I said, connections they've spent a lot of money on buying greyhounds. I think for a couple of years in a row they were buying the top lots at the Bendigo Auction Series as well. So great to see them have some success. And and that one there, zipping Vernon, I think will end up winning at least a couple of races down here and maybe a few city metropolitan races as well. He's a, he's a very, very good greyhound. Nah, two, eight and three, the numbers. We're going to squeeze a breakaway right around the country, wherever you might be. Get involved. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. Of course, download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account and never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. Back to Thrill of the Chase. James Vandermaar and Cam Luke right around Australia. All thanks to the Watchdog app. You've got to download it. You've got to open a Black Book account. And you never miss your favourite greyhounds racing. Yeah. Get involved very simply. 0499 736 736. Now we have barely any time before we get to Geelong in around four minutes' time. We've got to squeeze the news in. So I'm going to give you a little hint of what I want to hear from you on the other side of this, Jimmy. I want you to talk about last weekend and any news on the back of it. Got it? 
Yes. Perfect. There we go. We are having some slight technical issues. I think storms <laughs> lash lots of Melbourne and uh, the surrounding areas. News, some news, some more news. Then the 9th of Geelong in three minutes' time. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Turns Vander Martin, Cam Luke. Right around Australia. The 9th of Geelong in around two minutes' time. Uh, full field, although we've got a nice short pricey too. Odds on from the eight box. Uh, Jimmy, which way are you leaning here? Yeah, next at uh, G-Town, as I like to call it, uh, race number nine. It's over the distance of 400. Miss Cosmic Lee is the favourite. It's only lightly raced. It's had uh, nine starts, two wins. When you go to its best form, its best form is better than these. Um, You tipped it, actually, I think, when I was going head-to-head with you at Horsham with Giants Flash a couple of weeks ago on the Tuesday show, and she led up, wanted to drift Mm. up the track, so box eight's clearly going to suit her. Um, Iron Gates just ran himself back into a little bit of form, but I don't think he's the class of of uh, Miss Cosmic Lee. She should be able to whip around them lead, and I think if she gets to the top, it, it'll it more than most likely be race over. Uh, Riverdale Goldie's uh, an improving type as well who can run well. So I think the eight, the five are the main two, um, and then out to number two, Iron Gate, who looks the next best. I'm just having a look at a quick market here. Uh, seventy now thereabouts, Miss Cosmic Lee. She's been well-backed. You can see why. Main danger, $7, Riverdale Goldie. So we'll go the, uh, the eight on top. I mean, I think Riverdale Goldie might be the one to, to throw into the exotics with number two, Iron Gate. Hey, while we wait just quickly in the ninth at Geelong, as I just go around to the boxes, any huge news come out of the weekend? Uh, not really. More the, the box draw, I suppose, for the, the Sandown Cup. Look, I was pretty bullish last week after the heat to the Sandown Cup. I, I was pretty honest in the way I said that I think um, Stanley Road cannot run favoured in this race. Yep. Like, it, uh, it's surprised me so much that post-heat, prior to the box draw, he was the, the $2 favourite almost, I think it was, to win the, the Sandown Cup. I just think that pricing was so far from, from being right. Um, I said Zach Manelli will probably run favourite for the race. He's then come up with box number one, and we'll speak a little bit about that after this race at Geelong. But I, I think Zach Manelli probably would have ran favourite either way. Two starts ago, he went 41-49 to win at Sandown Park. I don't think there's really a dog in this race that can run that. You add to that, he's now got box number one. He's, he's a huge contender. I think Zipping Rambo's a chance because he can bring speed to the final and, and obviously Tyler Durden can bring that pace as well. But I think on an, on an even playing field, he's going to be hard to beat Zach Manelli. All right, let's find out as we uh, now get to the 9th of Geelong. Local time. Regular nine meetings to Ballarat and also... Cranbourne, the big one, the RSN, 927 Sandown Cup Thursday night. Coming to the line, moving in race nine. 400 the journey. Sugar Vallonia, one. Tinker Sendian, three. Riverdale Goldie, five. Bermuda, seven. Moving up. Iron Gate, two. Max McCartan, four. American Star. And Miss Cosmic Lee. Green light, ready to go. Hot favourite in box eight. Miss Cosmic Lee, 175. Fixed odds. Set. Racing. Miss Cosmic Lee on the outside began pretty well. It's a great charge for the lead. Miss Cosmic Lee out wide is going fast now. The favourite's going to burn to the lead. Two lengths in front. Iron Gate. Tinker Centius third. Over on the inside there. Sugar Baloney followed by Riverdale Gully. A gap in the race then to Bermuda. American Star. And the trail then came Max McCartan in the straight though. Miss Cosmic Lee. The odds on uh, shots going to win by about four. Riverdale Gully up for second. Third Iron Gate followed by Tinker Centius. Sugar Baloney. A gap in the race then. Oh, we got we got two ten top toe. Just pretty much stealing. 
Can you can you remember, Cam, what I what I said were the, the dangers in order by any chance? Uh, I believe you said eight, five, and the two, which I tipped against you a little uh, about a month ago, are the only dangers. So you said eight, five, and two. Yep, eight five two. The result eight five two. It'll be a nice little trifecta too. I reckon it'll play mm -hmm. close, uh, pay close to twenty dollars. So honestly, mate, that race could not have gone any more descriptive. We tried. I'm I'm gonna quickly search to see what this trifecta pay because I reckon that's uh, that's gonna be a, a nice little win, as you say, about two ten top tote, just whipped around the field and. Uh, really, it was uh, one of those races, I think, that was just such easy viewing from the start. Once we got across, it was was going to win. And I think that was the key. When when you tipped it against me at Horsham, Miss Cosmic Lee, yep. a few weeks ago, I'm pretty sure it was you. Um, it, it wanted to drift up the track a little yep. bit. So getting getting the advantage of box eight, it was where it wanted to be. And, and I think that's a really big advantage in Greyhound racing, especially over that 400-metre start. So let's have a look. Trifecta, $18.40. So that is a, a very, very nice result for the back pocket. And you mentioned it leading to the race about, you know, obviously being wayward previously. The moment they jumped today, you could tell that the, uh, the, the box was definitely going to help. Yeah, look, box eight uh, for a wide runner, or not so much a wide runner, but a runner that just likes a bit of room to move. It's uh, it's the place to be. Four hundred metre start there at Geelong. They they approach that first corner. There can often be a bit of crowding down near the inside, and if you've got a pace beginner who just likes to use the track, who does get wide, they they just whip across with momentum, and and that's exactly what that greyhound was able to do. Iron Gates found a bit of form, and and Riverdale Goldie in second might have just about been the run of the race. Squeezed out of it at the start, but really powered home to, to finish off into second placing. So the race went uh, perfectly to script, which is always very nice to say. Yeah. You're having a nice day. You're having a nice afternoon. We are four minutes away from the next at Horsham. Now, I, obviously, we, we, we say this, uh, unsure what's going to happen over the next couple of days, of course, but this Sandown Cup, uh, we, we can't wait for it. Now, now GRV and, and Ray, Greyhound Racing in the country handled it a lot, so well last year as we as we well and truly know, but it would be so disappointing. It's going to be a great race on Thursday. It would be so disappointing if uh, if fans were restricted from able to attend. Yeah, look, I think there there's probably is a chance that may happen, but uh, we'll, we'll just have to follow the, the, the rules, the laws, and we'll, we'll work it out day by day. But it's, it's not even just the Sandown Cup. I think a real credit to GRV and, and Sandown and the whole team because the support card is, is so strong. Um, race number one's a mix six and seven. Race two, you've got the Vic Bread Maiden final. That's the young stars coming through. $12,000 to the winner of that. Race three, you've then got the Cranbourne to Sandown final, which has two elite Jason Thompson dogs in it. Aston Fastnet, who's one of the quickest dogs in the country when he gets it right. Major Sacrifice, who's got a huge motor. Race four is the Judy Haley Memorial. Race five, a mix four and five over the 600 metres. It's almost the best eight for that distance. I love the Grade 8 series, and it's back. First running of the Grade 8 this year. Race 6 on the program. There's only seven to go around, but when you get a clash like this, do it lit the track up last night, uh, last week. Drawn box three. Yozo Baylor, who's one of the best sprinters in the country, won the Walker Cup last start. Quara Baylor, who in her last four starts has won a Warnable Cup and a Sapphire Crown, hasn't been beaten in a heat nor a final. And then you add greyhounds like Keep It Black, Well Grounded, Mapunga, Katie and Japara. That's the reason I love grade eight racing. I mean, we're, we're going to see a mouth-watering clash between some of the, the stars of the code. $15,000 to the winner. It's an unbelievable race. And race seven, the Cup Night Stay, is equally as impressive for those yeah. who didn't really make the RSN Sandown Cup final. And then the big one itself, $250,000 in prize money. Huge, huge night of racing. That's just for the Sandown Cup alone.
Yeah, and that, that is, like, when you put it like that as well, because we do often, this happens in, in all sports, in all codes, and in, in the racing industry as well. Too often we do focus just on the main race, but when you talk about the support card, it seems to be getting bigger and better each and every time there is a big greyhound feature, a group one. We do sometimes overlook what is continuing to be a deeper support card every single night they race. Yeah, look, and I think we've even seen a little bit of talk about this in the football, about potentially bringing the reserves or the, the VFL to play before the AFL just to try and increase crowds and all the rest. But, look, I think when it comes to, to Greyhound Racing, they are doing a sensational job mm. of that because if you go now with the Grade 8 series as well, especially to, to watch the Sandown Cup, you're treated to an incredible night of racing from the first race right up to race number 12. So... Look, it's, it's as good a support card as you're going to see anywhere. And, and, and I think that's a huge tick for the Grade 8 series as well. To, to have the clash of Do It, who won so impressively last week, Quara Bell, who's becoming the queen of the sport, and, yeah. and then to throw them against a, a greyhound like number two, Yozo Bale, I mean, that in itself would be a highlight to any racing program. And yet it's, it's almost the, the fight before the main fight if, you, if you're talking about... Uh, the bouts in the lead-up to the, the big ones. So it's it's so good to see such a strong support card. I haven't gone through the, the form in fullers yet, but even the the seventh, the, top, uh, the, the Cup Night Stayers race, uh, five-star looks like a real rising star. You've got Hank the Hustler, who didn't make the Sandown Cup. Here's Tears, the old boy caught the eye last week. There's just mouth-watering clashes. You could just write a thousand-word essay on every race, I think, really. That's how good they are Thursday night at Sandown. So really looking forward to that. Love it. All right, the ninth at Horsham, under a minute away. Anything you like here? Yeah, busy uh, busy little hour, this one. Ninja Girl Mia, I thought, was a terrific run there last week, chasing Mapunga Val. She's been in good form. She's been beginning well. Two starts ago, she clocked 10-19 to the first peg here. So if she can do that, she's going to be hard to beat. The question is, Mapunga Val's on her outside. Uh, last week, they were drawn upside down. Ninja Girl Mia was on the outside of Mapungavel. So I thought that might be the difference here. We spoke of Fearless Pigeon in the past, can run a good race and, and might be able to fill a, a placing. But I think the values with the five here, if it can hold Mapungavel number seven at the first, uh, I think it can win. And we're shopping around that 4 to $5 mark. So nice each way chance, the yellow, but we must win the start. Here we go. And Fab Nine's $34. Moving in. Horsham race nine today, the ninth of 12, as they get set. The favourite here from box seven, Mapungavel. As they move in, odds getting ready. Evens moving in. See me bespoke, cool lady and fab nine, the last of the runners settling into boxes, and they're right to go. Green light comes on now, and they're right. Set to go. This is race nine today. Ready. Racing. And Mapunga fell from the outside, began to hard go through to lead. Fearless Pigeon, who's going to get right up behind it initially. And they're followed by Ninja Girl Mia and further back, Cool Lady Simi Bespoked and the tail end of Fab Nine. Mapungavel's about four lengths in front of Fearless Pigeon turning. Cool Lady Ninja Girl Mia, but in the straight, Mapungavel in front. Fearless Pigeon picking up down the centre, coming hard, goes all over the top, and Fearless Pigeon too good. Beats Mapungavel, Cool Lady. Fab Nine, I think's grabbed fourth, right on the post to Ninja Girl Mia and Simi Bespoked, and the run there. 23-29. One, seven, and four. One, seven, and four in the ninth at Horsham. Uh, 270 mid-tote.
Yeah, fearless pigeon, a greyhound that, uh, as I said, we've spoke about this dog yeah. a few times and actually said a couple of times in the past that it might almost suit a little bit more distance. And, and we saw that today, again, really attacking the line. But I think when we did say that and agreed on that, a couple of weeks later it went over 485 and led and got ran down. So it might be one of those runners that, that really hits the line hard over the 410 but doesn't quite run the, the next distance mm. step up. Uh, Ninja Girl Mia just missed the kick from box five. And when I say missed the kick, was up there challenging but had to lead that field to win. And once uh, Mapungaval came across in front of that, it was all over for the yellow. And uh, we, we count the losses there, not the winnings. There we go. That's a very good saying. You're the learning. You're the winning or you're learning is what uh, Paddy G on Saturdays always says to me as well. <laughs> winning or learning. Not a bad one. Hey, let's squeeze a break here. We've got plenty more to look forward to tonight right here on Thrill of the Chase. Live on SEN and streaming on your SEN app. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. James Vanderman and Cam Luke right around Australia. You can get involved anytime you like. Very simple, as you can with all the SEN track personalities and tipsters and hosts and all the rest of it. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. You can download the Watchdog app, open a black book account, and never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. All right, mate, what do you like tonight? Anything getting around? Oh, look, it's huge tonight uh, down at uh, Warrigal. Massive, massive night of racing. Some big clashes is what I'm most excited about. Uh, race five, we see Tinker Craig who. At one stage, was was looking like potentially the next big thing. He hasn't yeah. had a lot of racing of late. He was down the track at Ballarat in the heat of the cup last time behind Ferdinand Boy. Went 29.79 at uh, the Meadows back in February. So keep an eye on him. It'll be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, from a, a punting perspective, I'm just trying to find the runner that I was really keen on or at least watching. Yeah, race nine, uh, numbers one and eight, Mustang Charlie. The reps are very big on him. And, and Hennessy, I think, drawn really well in box number one. So I think they look uh, massive players there. And uh, potentially the most mouth-watering clash of maybe tonight, maybe the week, maybe the month. Hello. Race 11, number one, Dr Tucker, who lit Hillsville up a light last time in 18 and 80s against Power of Oscar, who's one of the fastest greyhounds around and the track record holder over the 400 metres there at Warrigal. That is as good a clash as you're going to see. Dr Tucker, Power of Oscar. Well, I found it really hard to tip, but I was taken by Dr Tucker last time. So I'm going to go the red to well, win that one. Just that, that. A flip of the coin, as you touched on. They're, they're, they're quite different when it comes to the market as well. Dr Tucker, which you lean towards, is forty. Well, Power of Oscar... Is it $2.60? So discrepancy in the price considering uh, you're not the only one who thinks it's a, it's a lot closer than those odds suggest. Yeah, look, and there has been money for, for the four. Look, if, you, if you're going to bet on Dr Tucker, it probably is going to pay to wait and maybe play a top tote type of bet um, if you can a little bit later on in the night because at this stage the money is coming for Power of Oscar. And, look, he, he's brilliant, Power of Oscar, but he's very, very hit or miss where I feel Dr Tucker can be a little bit better away. But, look, what, what Dr Tucker did last time out up at Hillsville, he won the race by nine and a half lengths. He went 1884. I don't recall the last dog to, to break 19 seconds this year up at Hillsville. Like he, and he, he hasn't just done it. He's broken it by nearly three lengths. So he's straight line speed. He won the great chase last year. It was his second run back from a spell. It's a pretty scary thought. He, he could be absolutely anything. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean to Dr Tucker. But 
if something wasn't to go right with him, you'd expect Paravoska to be the one that uh, that takes the cake because two very, very exciting dogs. And who would have thought on a, on a wintry type of Tuesday night down yeah. at Warrigal, you'd see some of the clashes that we're going to see tonight. It, it's one that you, you're going to have to keep your hand on the remote all night long, I think, and make sure you keep flicking across to Warrigal. Huge, huge night of racing you, there. Just on that, I, of course, I don't have the Warrigal bomb in front of me, but... I'm assuming there'll be a fair bit of rain about. Does that change uh, much of what you're thinking at the moment? Oh, look, a long time ago, there used to be a word that uh, the, the track at Warrigal used to sometimes have a, have a bit of a lean to it that it would, uh, it would become slower on the inside. But I'm talking 15, 20 years ago when I was a kid. But uh, nowadays, as I've said, the, the tracks are kept in, in such incredible order. GRV are really big on the welfare side of things and, and making sure that the track's even playing fair and they, they do the penetrometer readings I think a couple of times throughout the meeting as well to make sure it's not either getting too firm or too soft so there's there's so much that goes into it so therefore that the moment the track becomes even slightly unsafe for racing that the meeting won't go ahead yeah. so at least you know if you are having a punt they're, they're playing on a nice fair even surface and, and look I think tonight we're we're going to see quick times, even though it's not a night conducive to quick times. And that, I think, just shows how good these dogs actually are. Even races seven and eight, Persian Goddess ran in the Sapphire Crown at Group 1, and she's no sure thing to win race seven. And then race eight, you've got Bound to Succeed, who's won 27 of 46, and, and he's no sure thing to win that. So just a, a huge good night of, of Greyhound racing out at Warrigal. And some good value around because of those exact reasons as to where punters can, if you are on track or you're heading down that way or you're just flicking on the couches... James Vandermark suggested you do on a regular. Uh, you've got a good opportunity to be able to make some money as well because there are some really good races, and I won't call them match races, yeah. but there is at least an opportunity due to some of these fields and a number of okay, a number of chances means you can find some value. Yeah, look, and that power of Oscar race too, I mean, you're getting $2.50 on the track record holder currently. You might even be able to shop a bit better than that. Um, he was $3.20 this afternoon or thereabouts. So I think that shows the, the depth of the racing there tonight. You, you, you'd expect that the Dr Tucker power of Oscar Quinella would come through. And then I thought Tin Shed, Fred, Top Faith and, and Winlock Thor will clearly be the next three best. So... I, if, if I was going to have a play on that race, it would potentially be Dr Tucker to win, Power of Oscar to run second, and then maybe a first four with a 2-3-7 to run third and also in for fourth. And I think that's a, the kind of night it is. It might be a night that you play a couple of exotics and, and let the best dogs down there tonight get the job done. All right, what's taking your fancy? Anything over the next 48 hours before you and I reconvert? Oh. Yeah, we just batten down the hatches now, mate. We get yep. some rest. Um, lie down, don't do too much, prepare for Thursday night because, you know, it's... it's. And as I was saying before, it's not just the Sandown Cup that's big, it's the whole program's going to be big. So just uh, just get ready for that. Uh, hopefully on Thursday we can tip a whole heap of winners and, and carry that momentum into a great night of chasing. And we will preview every single race on Thursday yeah. night, so make sure you tune in for that. And I think we've been doing a ride on the tip as well with those uh, Sandown Park previews. So I wasn't feeling too well last Thursday night, but I'm, I'm assured I won't be going down that path once again. I think it was food poisoning that got me last oh. Thursday night. And this week, I'm going to make sure I'm only eating vegetables on the Wednesday, so I'm feeling 125% can for, for a huge night, a, a massive night of greyhound racing. One of the, the nights of the year, I think you could say, the grand final for so many dogs uh, on Thursday night. And we cannot wait for it. As always, Jimmy, thank you, mate. Rest up. Looking forward to chatting to you then. Yeah, pleasure, mate. Uh, happy punting tonight. Hopefully you can find a few winners throughout the program. Huge night. Warrigal should be good fun. There you go. James Vandermaat's a superstar. Looking forward to him being back here.
On your radio on Thursday, gearing up for a big Sandown Cup. Don't forget, download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account, and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. It's that simple. Thank you, Donners, out the back. Thank you to Tags for coming in on a Tuesday. We switched up his days because he had a cashy, and it's been cancelled. So the little man will have the feet up, ready to go. Thank you to the SCN Track family as well. Don't forget, Gosford Greyhounds, Damo Watson to take the range just over an hour's time. Warrigal, big night. Wherever you might be, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. I'll be back on Thursday with the six-time Group 1 winning superstar jockey, David Taggart. Tomorrow, Andrew Bensley from 8am in Vig, 8.30 nationally, talking trots with the Bonners. And then Fitzmagic, Sam Hyland will rip it apart for your Wednesday racing. Hooroo. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.